This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. We've almost done it. We are so, so close. And to push you through the end of the weekend, I'm just going to read out my tweet today. Iowa has bad court. Hey, 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 you're right. No, that's it. If you need some type of motivation to get through the rest of the week, just know that Iowa has bad corn. We hate Iowa. Beat Iowa. As, 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 as far yeah, as I kind of in the zone today. Somebody who knows corn a little bit better might be able to tell me. But I think either between Nebraska and Iowa, one of them like makes corn for people and one of them make corn for feed. Well, I think it's... Or is had, it maybe it's a big both. Shout out to whoever. I can't remember the name of the listener that brought us corn. He yeah. brought us Nebraska corn. It, it was, was Nebraska corn. Oh, it was the best corn I've ever had. Okay, life. so maybe Iowa's feed corn. Maybe. Well, I think Nebraska's feed corn, too. Also, for the first time the other day, I shucked corn. Did you? For yeah. the first time? Yeah, yeah. For the very first time. Yeah, because my mom, well, I mean, we would still get corn. I mean, it would be grocery store corn, so it wouldn't be that good. But, I mean, it's it's corn. It's, yeah. it's corn. It's corn. Um, <laughs> but, like, actual corn from the side of the road at a stand is phenomenal. And it had to be shucked, and they were like, hey, you want to shuck some corn? I said, absolutely I do. Have you done a so story on detasseling? No, I haven't, but no. I've actually, uh, we have, we've done stories on that at 1011. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's interesting. It is. It's like a, uh, every kid in, that grows up in Nebraska has to do it for a few days before they decide not to. Yeah. Did you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were a detasseler? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's some, for some reason, it gets past child labor laws, but they allow you to go out there and work in awful conditions when you're like 13, and you can pay it pretty well. Yeah. See, this is what I thought. It's Tyler says 99% of the corn you see in the fields is not sweet corn. It's used for feed and fuel, et cetera. That's what I thought. Yeah. Just in general, not, yeah, not yeah. Nebraska no, or but Iowa. Most of, and that's, that's one of the first things they said because. When I first came here, I was like, wow, like, look at all this corn. We should go steal some. They said, you don't want to steal that corn. Don't eat that corn. No, you don't yeah. eat that corn. And then I also learned that it alternates between corn and soybeans. Oh, yeah. Because, I, again, someone from the East Coast, when I first came here, I said, oh, what's all the little corns doing? It's not little corn. Oh, it's not? It's soybeans. It's soybeans. <laughs> yeah, it's soybeans. So I had to learn that. And what do you way. do with soybeans? Uh, you eat them. You eat them, okay. I'm pretty sure. Or they're probably used for feed. I don't yeah. know. Help us out, text line. 402-464-5685, Honda, Lincoln Hotline, Sergeant Heyman, text line. You can tell who the city boys are in the room because we have absolutely no clue when it comes to corn. But that's why we have a text line, so you guys can help us out. You can that's also right. help us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter on the Sergeant Heyman video stream. You can see what's going on here in studio. You can tell us that we're idiots. That's fine. As long as you interact with us, say whatever you want. Just be nice. I mean, you don't have to be too mean. We need more subs. Yeah, we need more subs, too. We, have, we officially hit 2,000. We appreciate every single one of you for helping us get to that goal. Now we're trying to get 3,000, as Box says, the young kids say, subs. Is that what what your son says? Well, he doesn't say anything yet, but uh, (laughs) he's got a few words. How old is your son? He's a, he's a year and a half. He doesn't really – I mean, he's got some words. So he's probably got some words. Yeah. He found the moon the other day. 
And now oh, his, point to his it? new fascination, yeah, whenever he goes outside, he's like, moon. And I'm oh, like, That's nice. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't he's look learning. at the sun and do that, but yeah, the yeah, moon. Yeah, <laughs> as you show him horror movies. Which, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He watches Game of Thrones with me. and no, I'm, Well, I mean, he's sometimes in the room, but. Uh, he doesn't really watch it. But you say he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> he doesn't really know. He That's likes right. to read books, and, you know, we do other things. All right. Well, we're going to start out on a good foot here because uh, we're definitely going to get into Indiana, Big Ten football. That's kind of on the docket today. But first, I wanted to get to a question that I asked the Twitterverse today, and I got to see the updated poll, and it was candy corn, question mark. It was absolutely or oh, get it out of here. Yeah. No, just like candy because In I think when it comes to candy, is there any more controversial candy than candy corn? Maybe peeps? Oh. Is that even controversial? That's the thing. I think most people are kinda on the same page. We don't like peeps. Yeah. But my thing is like I'm not a big candy guy. I don't really eat candy. I'll eat chocolate from time to time, but like the sour patch, Swedish fish, stuff like that, I never eat. But candy corn, every Halloween I'll get a bag. I'll eat the pumpkins. I'll eat the regular corn. It's great. <laughs> it's the little. I just love it. Like candy corn is absolutely amazing. It's basically just chewing on sugar. And I've never understood why people hate it so much. Are you anti candy corn? Well, you seem like it, an anti candy corn. It's kind of like thing. it has like a wax texture to it. So I don't think that that helps. Um, I can eat one or two of the small ones. I'll tell you what I'm out on is the chocolate candy corn where they like just have a, you know, have you seen the brown like candy corn at the end? They call it harvest corn. Well, whatever they call it, that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst. I don't know if I've even tried that one. I wouldn't. Because, uh, Carly came home the other day and she had candy corn. I was like, wow, like this is incredible. But supposedly, you have to ask people if they like candy corn because it's controversial. Yeah. A lot of people don't like candy corn. I like, uh, you know, I'll eat one of those. I like the pumpkin ones. I'll eat one of those. They those all taste ones, the same, but yeah, those ones that, kinda... that brings me a little more joy. But yeah, that's a lot of yeah. sugar. All right, let me. See. That's about all I could do. I gotta look at my. Uh, I gotta look at the Twitter poll because again, I. I'm assuming it's gonna be pretty split. Yeah. Okay. So 22 votes are in. Uh, 45% say absolutely. 55% say get it away from me. Yeah. And at least you know, Dennis will say get those away from you. What? <laughs> Dentist. Dentist. Is it candy corn? Dentist. Dentist. Is that good? Well, it's just sugar, just chewing on sugar. Uh, I mean, basically, yeah. it's probably a lot of calories. That's why it's probably sad. I hope um, the guys at Farrell's aren't listening to me right now because they're gonna be upset with me. Why is that? Uh, too many calories. Oh yeah, not are you working? Macros. Are you working with them? No, I'm not doing. No, that. we always talk about you know macros and all that good stuff. Aaron says candy corn and peanuts are amazing. Oh, oh, yeah, I've heard about that actually. I don't know about that. And then Thomas and Lincoln says that candy corn is expletive. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> that will give you your answer right there. Um, but how about this, Bach? Let's talk about something. Uh, I just wanted to throw out the question of the day because that was on the top of my mind. I don't know why. I was just coming back from the gym, and I was like, hmm, I wonder how many people are anti-candy corn and how many people are pro-candy corn. Because, you know, in Nebraska, corn, it's the corn state. So the be- <laughs> No, actually, I'm pretty sure Nebraska is the beef state. Never mind. But people like corn here, so I'm like, oh, you might like candy corn. Um Let's talk about something a little bit more controversial than Nebraska football work currently stands. Mickey Joseph again takes to the podium today, getting ready for Indiana. Um, it seems like we heard from some players too earlier in the week. Um, wh- where are you kind of at with this game? Uh, I still, I, I've, I've had the discussion a couple times now, and I know we've talked about it, that the line is still standing at six. And the way I look at it is, I'm not I'm not worried about that as much as just winning. If Nebraska won on a last second field goal for crying out loud, 
I would probably be okay. That's a win for Nebraska. Oh, yeah. I think that's a step in the right direction. So it's just fascinating that Vegas has the line that high. But I just, to be honest, like this is probably since we've started this season, the game where I feel the iffiest about. Because I, I, Northwestern, Georgia Southern, North Dakota, I was wrong on two of them, but I was Nebraska's going to beat the hell out of them. It's, they're going to turn around. They're focusing on these teams, whatever have you. Oklahoma, considering the circumstances, I thought they were going to be a little bit more competitive. You know, Mickey Joseph's first game, a lot of juices are flowing, all that good stuff. Also, Slim says candy corn is absolute trash. Come on, Slim. Um, <laughs> so I just look at this game, and this is the first one, and I want the text line to help us out too and all of our listeners. How do you feel? Like, I just feel weird. And I don't and I don't know how to pinpoint it. And that's why I I come to you Bach because I know you're Mr. Pessimist over there and you don't believe in Nebraska football and all blah, yada yada yada. I just <laughs> I, I I don't know how to feel and I don't know what to think of this game coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think it's actually pretty close to two evenly matched teams with similar strengths and weaknesses. I mean, I, I so I think it's going to be fascinating to see. Um, Indiana, it's hard to really get on the side of Indiana. Indiana hasn't been blowing anybody out. They, they've they've uh, edged out some close games. It gets a pretty good competition uh, for what it's worth. Never disrespect the Hilltoppers. Western Kentucky's a, swol- a solid victory. Uh, Idaho's not bad so far. But, I mean, those are games that they struggled in um, that, um, you know, maybe – I mean, obviously, it points to the fact that they're not overwhelming. I mean, they, they were down. I think they're shut out at half against Idaho, and then they were down like 11 in the third quarter against Western Kentucky. So, and they were down 38-10 to 10 at halftime to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a different story, yeah. Cincinnati just kind of kind of took care of business in that game. but um, And so maybe Indiana's kind of got that gut check, you know, now in them, and now they, they either, you know, fall because of it or or want to fight back harder because of it but um I, I i my my point is i don't think that indiana's necessarily going to be out of the game if nebraska gets a couple touchdown lead i don't think indiana's going to blow nebraska out it just it doesn't look like that's going to add up so i mean with everything else i just think it's going to be a pretty equal game and as that has played out for Nebraska football, they just aren't winning any of those games. Right. Now there's a new guy at the there's helm. This is the right. it's the the new hope with Mickey Joseph. So uh, I'd like to see something different there. But as I look at it, I think you know sometimes I just when I when I have this even of a game, I look at field goal kickers because sometimes it can come down to that. And I think Indiana's got a better field goal kicker with a with a little bit. That's more your perking. X factor. That's what going to have to be my X factor when both teams had a bad offensive line. They both are probably going to sling the ball all over the field, and they both have bad defenses. Um, neither of them overwhelming. Um, I, I just I, I think they're very similar. I don't know. I I'm still. Uh, that's why I'm I'm, I'm going to read some of the text to see if maybe I can point my head in the right direction. Mouth of the South says if you eat candy corn and actually enjoy it, they should lock you up because you're a psycho. Uh, Headhunter says, love candy corn. All right, we're, we're psychos <laughs> together, Headhunter, because I love candy corn. Uh, Slim says, watch us win by 30. Uh, nothing makes sense this year. Yeah, nothing does make sense. This is an interesting score. Uh, Thomas and Lincoln says, winning this upcoming game, Nebraska wins by one, 20 to 21 Nebraska. We'll get back and circle that back to that here in a second, Box. See, he thinks um, there's a couple field goals in there for Indiana. No, too. he does. That's, <laughs> fair enough. I, I, I don't know if Nebraska's going to get any field goals. Uh, yeah. I feel like a win this weekend has a way bigger impact on the team that a lot of people think they need to see what they can do and when if they can do it and when they do watch out look man says i feel optimistic just hoping mickey can make better can make it better i'm assuming that is um th- what's interesting is that i 
when I when I first made my prediction, it was just kind of like a knee jerk reaction. I said forty two to thirty eight. I said high scoring game. Indiana has the highest tempo in the country. I think if Thomas and Lincoln scenario, in which case it's twenty one to twenty, Nebraska coming out on top. That would mean again. I I hate throwing coaches under the bus. I and this this isn't what I want to do, but that means that what needed to change on the defensive end of the ball has changed significantly. Like that means that, and, and I'm not saying like this is the coaching regime you're going to stick with next year, but that would mean that Bill Bush is doing something right. I mean, for crying out loud, like how many points did they give up to Georgia Southern? I can't even remember. It felt like a hundred. And you're telling me against the highest tempo offense in the country who so far this year, this defense has made every quarterback they play against look like the freaking Heisman. Ryan Holinsky included in that who isn't very good. If you hold him to 20 points, that probably would make me more confident than anything. Because I think at this point we've we've come to realize Casey Thompson is going to do his thing. Trey Palmer is as advertised. Travis Vokalek is a leader. He's at fifth, sixth year guy at this point. Like he's he's an adult playing against kids, yeah. honestly, is how is how I look at it. And Anthony Grant has been one of the best surprises so far this season in the Big Ten. Yeah. I think the offense is fine. The the offense is honestly the least of my concerns, and Mark Whipple's the least of my concerns. My concerns is effort for one. And I don't know if you can blame too much effort on the offense. Now Oklahoma maybe a little bit, but for the most part, the effort is what we've seen has been on the defense. And the defense, for what it's worth, has been getting gashed by every team they've played. So yeah. if you can hold the team with the highest tempo in the country to 20 points, Thomas and Lincoln, I like your thoughts because that would be the best-case scenario, in my opinion. Well, and, you know, I like the optimism, um, and maybe maybe you can see that. But I, I like you. I don't I don't expect this game to be a low-scoring game. I think both defenses need a lot of work, and, and, and hopefully Bill Bush can get it going. I liked what he said the other day, if you missed it, um, you know, because myself included, a lot of us are around here going, I just kind of feel bad for Coach Bush because it's not a really a fair chance. He's saying, you know, throw all that out the side. This is a great opportunity to be coaching uh, as a defensive coordinator at Nebraska, uh, so don't feel bad for him, so I won't, I you know. And, and right. uh, but at the same time, I don't expect um, you to have results based off of just one week. Particularly playing against this offense, it's a, it's a it's it's an offense that's you know scoring in the 30s. Um, it was held down to 24 against Cincinnati, but I think Cincinnati's uh, you know a better defense than that. Yeah. Illinois held them to 23. Illinois hasn't allowed anybody else to score above 10. Um, so you're looking at some some solid defenses there. The other scores, you know, they're getting in the 30s. Um, they're not exactly like it's not like they're you know scoring 50 50 points a game. They're not Minnesota, but um, they are you know. It, they're looking, they're looking pretty solid. So I, I do think that you'll see that game in the 30s, maybe get to the 40s. Um, I, I, I suppose maybe it's kind of the the devil you do knows <laughs> worse or better than the one that you that you do don't know. And, and usually I think it's better, but uh, I don't know if that applies in this in this situation as opposed to like I'm, you know, I'm thinking through the Nebraska lens of it. So I'm a little bit worried about that defense and what I've seen yeah, and, I agree. and how things pop up. But I will say this: I think I think Anthony Grant's the best player in the game. You talk about another X factor. If before you get to field goal kick. <laughs> if you go down that list, you can also say, you know what? At, at some point, I just think the best player of the game might take this thing over. And that's what I'm interested to see is, is Nebraska – uh, I don't think you want to get into a shootout with with uh, Indiana. I think that no. 
I mean, I don't think it's necessarily doomsday scenario in this case, as opposed to trying to get in a shootout against Oklahoma or anything. Right. Um, but I, I do think that um, that will be part of it is, is you know, limit them what they want to do. They want to throw 50 times a game. Try to try to eat some clock. Um, you know, and I know that's not Nebraska's uh, bread and butter, but you got to adjust to what your defense is doing. You can't just say, oh, well, the offense has been good this season. We do whatever we want. You, you got to combine this thing and get the wins, and I think now you've got certainly uh, all the people on the on the on the same page on that coaching staff, and uh, and so yeah, I mean, I, I it still it still feels like you go either way. It still feels kind of odd. I would say odd, but we've seen it so often with Vegas. Uh, I think just kind of getting off. Nebraska to fans honest, to continue to vote off. for it. I mean, continue the, to pile money into it. But. Like the the biggest thing, like that's what that's what's been throwing me off the most. I thought it was going to be even, maybe Nebraska by a point or two. How it's reached six, six and a half. I it, that's honestly what's making me feel weird because you know I always defer to Vegas because trust me, Vegas isn't making all the money that they make off of winners. Like Ve- Vegas knows and they put these lines there for a reason, and, and it really has been throwing me off. Um, Christian Lincoln has has a point, and to be honest, I'm not sure how I want to answer it because he says, are you slow on the offense, couldn't move it whatsoever against OU and have played the easiest of their schedules before that? Um, I am sold on the offense in the sense that I think they can put up points, but what's so interesting with mentioning the OU game is that coming into that game against Nebraska, Oklahoma had statistically one of the best defenses in the country. Right, like they they were a top ten defense in the country before they played Nebraska, and I think maybe even after. And then what's so weird and so odd is that Kansas State made them look like children. Like Kansas State ran the ball all over them all night long. Mm-hmm. So that that's what makes me feel so so weird about it because before that, before the Kansas State game was ever a thing. Christian, I would tell you, like, you know what? Oklahoma has a really good defense. Nebraska's been able to put up points against teams that are maybe inferior or about on their level. I don't know, maybe like a Northwestern. I guess you could throw Indiana into that grouping, too. And I would say, you know what? Okay, that's that sounds about right. Against these teams, Nebraska's going to put up points. But Oklahoma, an elite defense, no, you probably aren't, especially when the defense was on the field so much. So I, I, I would say... I'm more sold on the offense this year than last year. I would confidently say that. Now, does that mean I'm sold on the offense scoring against, like, in Ohio State or scoring against a Michigan? No, probably not. But if I was comparing the two, I'd probably take this year's. Would you? Um, The only thing I'd probably take, as crazy as it is, I'd probably take last year's offensive line. Neither right. have been good, but if I had to pick and choose, I'd probably take the one that has the second round draft pick on it. Right, and that's I mean that's where you kind of that probably might be where it be. I mean Samari Toure, uh, pretty good addition there. Too. But I would say you could it, use Austin Allen. Yeah, um, but I, I, I like I think, Vokalek, I think Vokalek, when healthy, is is a solid tight end. Yeah, and I think Trey Palmer is as advertised. Like he's set yeah. the record for most receptions through four games in Nebraska history. Like that's not now. I know it's a completely different offense than Nebraska's ran in the past. Like this is. Essentially, an air raid offense is, is what we've come to that can sprinkle in an Anthony Grant busted 40-50 yarder. But I would say for the most part, this is a this is a passing offense. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, that's going to benefit Trey Palmer. But I would, 
I would say Trey Palmer out of any group would probably be the best receiver on the field. Well, I think it's to me the offense is is pretty clear, and you'll see this at times. I always go back to the the Callahan example because people would will tell you to this day that Callahan's offense was was not the problem; it was the defense. And certainly, if you had to pick one or the other, it was the defense. But Callahan's offenses shrank when they were outmatched against big time opponents. That's kind of where I think this offense is. When you play Oklahoma and you're, yeah, I mean, your offensive line last year or this year is it's going to get overwhelmed against really great defenses. Which they have. And that's going to hurt. I mean, because especially now with this year's offense, unless you're going to the backup quarterback, you just don't have a, a quarterback that can that can make something out of nothing. He's, he's going to get – he needs protection for him to be effective. Um, I don't think that's going to be too much of a – it's going to be a problem every game, but I don't think it's going to be like an overwhelming problem this week. So I, I think they're going to be able to, 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 to get that shootout going and score plenty of points this week. But I'm, I'm still – I'd still probably lean towards last year's offense, to be honest with you. Interesting. I don't know. That's a good question. 402-464-5685. You taking last year's offense, you taking this year's offense. You'd certainly take last year's defense, I'll tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. That is not even an argument <laughs> at this point. Uh, A.A. Rod says, what worries me is Whipple being a little too pass-heavy. We have to keep grounded and pound the run in the Big Ten, especially since we have Grant, Irvin, and Yant. It'll be interesting. I, I think Indiana is exploitable on both ends. Indiana doesn't have a great defense. Cincinnati put up 45. Yeah. And – Cincinnati's offense for what it's worth. It wasn't what it was last year. I'll tell you that much. It'll definitely be interesting to see. One more on this conversation. We'll break down a little of the other games in the Big Ten. First, got to get Andrew Alex 24-7. We're going to go around the country, not in the Big Ten. We'll have that next right here on The Block.